<laughs> well, that's it. From now on, I can only make friends with people that are slower and more out of shape than I am. Welcome to my take. Well, it's not my take. It's Miguel Crespo's take. Whatever. For inspiration to go. Welcome to my take. Pastor Crespo here. My take is your oasis of inspiration and hope in the desert of negativity and despair. Thank you. Thank you for joining this episode of the podcast. I am really hoping that you will get as much of a kick out of this podcast as I had in just preparing for it. You know, the purpose of this podcast is to share news articles, to share things that are happening out there in the world, and to find, you know, we, we're going to laugh. I hope you laugh today, but we're going to laugh at some things most of the time, but we're going to find some Bible connection, some Bible wisdom that we can take out of this story. If you know anyone that is sick and tired of the negativity and the despair that you find whenever you turn on the TV or watch the news, and you just want something to be at peace and, and maybe learn something about this God of the Bible, the God that, the God of creation, my take with Miguel Crespo, you need to let them know about it. So I want to encourage you, like, share, subscribe, post a link on your own social media feeds to this podcast. Let people know that we're here. This is the purpose for the My Take podcast. I um, I have an email. I want to let you know there's an email, mytakemc at gmail.com, mytakemc at gmail.com. Let me know what you think of the podcast. If you have any news articles that you find and you think, hey, man, this is really good, I want to see if Pastor Crespo can find a, a Bible point out of this story. Send it to me. Uh, we'd be happy to, I'll be happy to look that over. <laughs> All right, let, let's get to it. I have something here that was, I just, I'm sorry. You know, I am a, I am a Christian. I'm saved by God's grace. God's grace and mercy allows me to be where I am and to do what I do. And, uh, I, uh, my sense of humor is, can be a little bit odd sometimes, but let me share the, this article. So, uh, here is the title of the article. All right. The title the title is this. <clears throat> the National Park Service warns not to push your slower friend down when running from bears. That's right. That is how that is how this article begins. Let me let me explain to you what the article is about. So, they basically this was kind of a a tongue-in-cheek post that started it off on their Twitter website. That's right. The National Park Service has a Twitter uh, Twitter page or Twitter, a Twitter thing. They, whatever it is that you have on Twitter, the National Park Service has one. And so they, they post on there a few things. And one of the things they just recently posted was this idea, of, don't push your slower friend down as a joke. But here's, here's uh, then after they make that kind of tongue-in-cheek uh, little comment to get your attention, <clears throat> Excuse me. Then they then they start to get serious. But I'm sorry, even in getting serious, this thing is nuts. It is crazy. I think that some people in the National Park Service want other people to be killed because I don't get it. Uh, I, if I didn't know any better, I'd say that they have the opposite of our best interest in mind with the stuff that they just put in this information piece that they've put out. Let me let me let me share some of this with you. Okay, so. Um, again, the, the post started with this idea, but it's basically, it's an, it's a message that they put out for anyone who encounters a bear in the wild. They want to give you advice. You know, what do you do if you're going out for a nature walk and you come across a bear? And actually it's interesting because, because this is the time of year, you know, 
uh, we've in many places in the U.S. where I am, we've had a ra- rather easier winter than normal. Pretty soon, whatever bears are out there hibernating, if they haven't started already, they soon will wake from their slumber, and we're going to be having to deal with those as uh, as well as you know. If you just if you heard the podcast that I just the last one that I did. There are alligators in New York City. So now we got alligators to worry about. Now we got bears to worry about. Oh, and I got another podcast on another animal we got to worry about later on, but we'll save it for another time. But let me let me get to this article here because I just, <laughs> this is tongue in cheek, but this is about people's lives. Those of you at the National Park Service, what, what are you thinking? Let me, um, let me read some of this article. Okay. Let's see. Seeing a bear in the wild, it says, is a special treat for any visitor to a national park. While it is an exciting moment, it is important to remember that bears in national parks are wild and they can be dangerous. All right, so now they switch from levity to being serious. As the snow begins to melt and temperatures rise, bears become more active. And the National Park Service has some tips that you can use to help ward off a potentially lethal situation. <laughs> you don't even know what I'm laughing at. Okay, I'm going to tell you what I'm laughing at here. I just can't help it. <laughs> here is some advice that they give you. All right? This is this is bear advice that the National Park Service put this in your little bear fighting toolkit or, or your bear safety toolkit, okay? Um, so if you... <laughs> If you come across a bear, they want you to they want you to identify yourself. I'm I'm, not, I'm just going to read it. Here here's the first bullet point. If you want to ward off a potentially lethal situation with a bear, identify yourself by talking calmly so the bear knows that you aren't prey. <laughs> What am I supposed to say to the bear? Am I, uh, hello, uh, my name is Miguel, and, and and I'm not dangerous at all. Okay, so first, identify yourself. Second, remain still, stand your ground, but slowly wave your arms. <laughs> I, I come, <laughs> talk to the bear and wave your arms if this is how you protect potentially lethal situation. All right. <laughs> if, okay, so I'm going to keep going. So let me, let me, I, I'm sorry. I, I'm laughing too. I'm going to ruin this podcast. Look, okay, first tip. First, identify yourself to the bear and talk calmly. Second, stay where you are and wave your arms. Okay, here's another tip. If the attacker is a brown or a grizzly bear, play dead. Okay, lay flat on your stomach with your hands behind your neck and spread your legs. <laughs> I'm not doing that. Spread your legs so it's harder for the animal to turn you over. And stay still until the bear leaves the area. Uh, wait, wait, there's more. Uh, if if it, there's a different type of bear, if, uh, oh, where was it? Oh, it, it was talking about... If the if the bear is um, okay, he okay here it is. So so the the tip is if it is a brown bear or a black bear, you're supposed to play dead. But then the then the next step is 
brown bear or grizzly bear play dead. But when it comes to black bears, do not play dead. Escape to a nearby car or building if you can. Okay, so if it's a, if it's a brown bear or a grizzly bear, play dead. If it's a black bear, run. Now, I don't know about you. Have you ever seen a bear in the wild? They all look black. It, it, uh, <laughs> I, have, I have something I need to share with you. I, I put together, <clears throat> because, you know, sometimes when you're sharing advice from government entities, it may be hard to kind of understand what they're telling you just by reading some little bullet points. I want to try and, and maybe play out what this might look like in maybe a real-life situation. So what I'd like to do is I'm going to take the advice that the National Park Service has given and give you an idea of what it might look like if somebody was going for a walk through a national park and came across a bear, an unknown bear. All right, so, so bear with me. Uh, we, we're, we're about to begin this, this simulation. Wow, what a, what a beautiful day. Oh, man, look at the trees look beautiful. The birds are just singing and oh. That's, that's, that's a bear over there. Well, what, what, what was the instruction? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, hi, hi, Mr. Bear. Uh, I'm waving my hands. I'm, and I'm, I'm not dangerous at all. You don't have to worry about me. Uh, okay. What? Oh, oh, no, that didn't work. He's getting closer. Well, what am I supposed to do? Um, oh, oh, oh. Um, the instructions. It said black bear, brown bear. But I, I can't tell. Okay, okay. Uh, let's play dead. Uh, I'm gonna lay on the ground. I'm going to get on my stomach. I'm going to put my hands over on my neck. I'm going to spread my legs for the bear. So they, yeah, okay, so here I am. Okay, oh yeah, okay. Hands on neck, on my stomach, legs spread. I think I'm going to be okay. I think I'm going to be okay. Oh, wait a minute, but this this was the advice I was given. Um, I, I, I don't know, this, this is... Probably not. I don't think it's going to end very well. <laughs> that scenario has been brought to you as a public service announcement by the My Take with Miguel Crespo podcast to give you advice on what you should do if you ever were to be in a potentially lethal situation with a bear. Okay, look, I, I, I was reading this article, and I, and I got to tell you, I have made up my mind. I, 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 can't, I can't do this. I can't remember all these instructions. I'd be, I would just be too scared. And, 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 then, and then when you read the article, at the end it says, each bear and each experience is unique. There is no single strategy that will work in all situations and that guarantees safety. All right. <laughs> I've made up my mind, guys. Listen, I'm sorry. I'm going to have to get a whole new set of friends. I have, you know, typically when you pick friends, you have a criteria and you say, I am only going to have friends that are honest and that are nice and that, you know, kind and, but forget all that. I am only going to make friends and let people into my life that are in worse shape and slower than me. That's it. That's the only way I can survive. Or actually, you know what? No, that wouldn't work because um, then I couldn't be friends with myself. So what I'm going to have to do is I'm going to have to have a rule. I will never, 
ever go for a walk in the wild with a person that's in better shape than me. That, that's it. I'm only going to go for walks in the wild with people that are not in as good of shape as I am. Why is that? Because, listen, I know what I'm going to do. If I see a bear in the wild, I'm going to run. I, you know what? If I saw a raccoon in the wild, I'm running. And the nice thing is that at, if I do it this way, I don't, I don't have to run faster than the animal. I, I just have to run faster than the person that I brought with me. <laughs> oh, mercy, I'm going to get fired over this. Um, all right, let, <laughs> we're going to switch gears. We're going to get serious. Is there any Bible wisdom in this story? Is there anything that we can take that is wholesome and healthy other than just laugh at the silliness of some of the things that we find online? Are there bears in the Bible? Well, well, let's get serious now. Yes, there are bears in the Bible. Bears are mentioned in the Bible. As a matter of fact, literal bears are mentioned. Also, uh, uh, bears in terms of using it as a prophetic symbol, all that. It's all in there. There are a couple things I want to point out to you, though, that specific for today. Um, there's a story in the Bible, for example, of a prophet. Now, this prophet was doing his, you know, what prophets do, and uh one day he was walking, and there was a group of young people. And not just young people, but we'll call these these punks. They're, that's what they were. They were big mouth punks. You know the kind. They sit around the street corner, and they like to pick on people as they walk by and crack jokes. They don't take anything seriously. Well, this prophet's walking by, and, and they started making fun of him as a prophet. You know, oh, well, this other prophet went up to heaven. Why don't you ascend? Go up, bald-headed man. And they're making fun of this prophet. Well, the Bible says, as a result of them picking on God's prophet, that two, not one, but two female bears came out of nowhere and mauled 42. So this was a big group, mauled 42 of these whippersnappers. That's an old word you probably haven't heard if you're, if you're younger. But these kids, these punks, these, these ne'er-do-wells, they, they were taught a lesson by God through nature. These bears ripped them apart. And it doesn't say they killed them, but they probably wished that uh, after those bears got through with them. All right, here's another. There's another story um, that it's actually a proverb. And I'm not going to do it because this is not what I want to focus on, but I just want to touch on it. There's a proverb, and it almost it's almost put in the form of a question. Um, what is worse, for example, what is worse than a bear who's had her cubs stolen? A bear robbed of her whelps. What is worse than a bear robbed of her cubs? A fool acting foolishly. That's right. As bad as an angry bear, as bad as an angry mama bear is, it is worse when a dummy, a fool, starts behaving in a foolish way. That's a proverb, and we can maybe look at it some other time. What I want to talk to you this about in this podcast is, is, uh, is this. Let me share this verse with you, and uh, then we'll get to it. This is Proverbs 17, verse 17, and it says this, A friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. Now, you may be thinking, what is that? What? what, what? That just came out of left field, Crespo. We're talking about bears, and, you're, and then you kick this verse out. Let me read it one more time. A friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. Why did I throw that verse out. Okay. So the gist of this article 
was basically as it was tongue in cheek. It was saying if you're ever in a situation where a bear shows up on the scene and things are dangerous, do not push your slower friend down. That's right. Whenever there's trials, whenever there's trouble, listen, this 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 is this is powerful stuff right here. Do not push your friend down to better yourself. When you see someone who is a friend in a bad spot, maybe you're both in a bad spot, do not use them to get ahead. Do not step on them so that you can move forward. Do not sacrifice your friend so that you can live. The Bible says that a, that a, that a brother, it says a, a brother is born for adversity. What does that mean? It means that brothers are, so we're given brothers so that they can help us through the difficult times, not push us down and save themselves. A friend is supposed to love at all times, not just, not just during the good times, but also during the hard times, the, the, the difficult times. You see, so this story here, it points, to, it points me to a, a lesson in the Bible. This story points me to when the bear comes stalking, when, when things are, are, are on the, are, you know, dangerous, when you're on the precipice of the negative unknown, don't push your friend down. This is a different remedy than the world. The world tells you, do unto others before they do unto you. The Bible tells us, do unto others as we would want to have done unto us. Be that brother that protects. Be that brother that uplifts. Be that brother that looks out for people, not take advantage of them. You may need a brother like that someday too. That is my take. And that is inspiration to go.